For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Broadcasting location. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Brady. Number two. This is Lock and Load, and joining us now from the lovely confines of uh, Austin, Texas, despite the fact the mayor is trying to kick back the the Texas Department of Public Safety to keep it safe, is Dan Zimmerman from the TruthAboutGuns.com. Good morning. Good to be here with you. We'll have to get into that whole uh, Department of Public Safety thing in a minute, but uh, let, let's get into this thing now. I, and just uh, in in there was a there was a time when there was this ad running on the show, and I had never heard of it before, but I listened to it, and then I, I called the phone number, or I went to the website that, and it was a redirect for Every Town for Gun Safety. Really? It was running ad was running on your show? Yes, it was. <laughs> so I had to uh, uh thankfully we, we, we removed that, but uh, you know. Um every time Bloomberg's little uh, Feinblatt I guess we can lay this at the feet of Feinblatt. Feinblatt is sort of a sneaky guy, isn't he? Well, he is Michael Bloomberg's capo. His, his his chief uh, chief gun control officer runs all his gun control operations, including the trace and every town for gun control and mayors against illegal guns, and everything else. So yeah, he, he mom's uh, demand, mom's demand, all that. Yeah, all of Bloomberg's wholly owned gun control subsidiaries. Um, well, but so we uh, ran an article. Yeah, you uh, you were talking about the trace. I was. I'm sorry. I, I was the one that caused that und that pregnant pause. Um, okay. The trace, which is one of Bloomberg's thingies, they are trying to make the public believe that they just happen to be a bunch of journalists who have dedicated themselves to covering quote gun violence close close yeah, quote. This is this is what I love. Um, there, 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 there are writers there who, whose salaries are paid for by Michael Bloomberg, and they're there to do one job, which is to uh, advocate for gun control. They like to portray themselves as just a bunch of hardworking journalists who happen to be focusing on 
gun violence in the United States. And the one of the most vociferous um, defenders of that tilted point of view is Jennifer Massia, who used to write for the New York Times. She she assisted in a in a long running series of articles they wrote on shooting in the U.S. ran for about a year. I can't remember. Joe Nocera, I think, was who she worked for at the time. Um, and then Bloomberg, seeing her, her work, her gun violence work at the Times, hired her to work at the uh, at the trace, and she's been there for years. And lo- she loves, anytime the, um, anyone criticizes the trace, and calls them out for what they for what they are, which is an anti-gun agitprop generation outlet. Um, she says, "No, no, no, no. It was very clear. We don't advocate. We don't advocate for anything. We're not lobbyists. We we just write about gun violence. We're just a bunch of journalists. You can look at my. You can look at our our, our background, um, and you can you can." Um, uh, you know, we've all gone to journalism school, uh, and, <laughs> um, and I love this because she says um, in one of these, she said, "Follow the bios." We all went to journalism school. The facts don't support your claim, um, uh, and it's just adorable that she relies on her journalism school bona fides to prove how objective she is as a journalist. Mm. Uh, I don't think that really says about her what she thinks it says about her. So she actually got into it with us uh, on Twitter about all this um, after that earlier post ran. And then we found I found something else um, along those lines that uh, where she was quoted in an article at uh, CNN um, talking about um, – why California's strong gun laws are in danger. And, of course, the, the answer to that is the Bruin decision. Um, but she goes on for paragraphs talking about um, how terrible it is here and that as strong as gun laws are in California, it's still easier to get them there than it is in Europe or Canada or Australia or New Zealand. Yes, God forbid. Um and she knows, you know, that more than half the state's permit would carry. Um, and she says, you know, the bottom line, this is what happens when you don't have a strong federal system of gun regulation. Guns have a 100-year shelf life. If we ban them tomorrow, we'd still have gun violence for generations. What we need is an all-hands approach that involves the gun companies, public health experts, and gun owners deciding that this violence isn't sustainable and the time has come to set safety standards. And so we all decide as a culture that we have had enough, this will continue, and gun companies will continue to profit from the bloodshed. But she's just a poor, ink-stained wretch doing, generating journalism and uh, writing about guns in this country. Now, one thing that uh, Lee points out is that um, they didn't do a very good job of vetting the trace, did they? Uh, how do you mean? Well, based upon their principles for ethical conduct for newsrooms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that that's a... <laughs> um, yeah, he notes 
the Lee's to work for USA Today. Right. Um, and um, USA Today and a couple of other mainstream corporate media outlets have collaborated, quote unquote, with um, the Trace and Trace writers and presented their articles as dispassionate reports on so-called gun violence. And um, he goes to great lengths to skewer USA Today um, in uh, um, quoting their their uh, their ethical principles, quote unquote, which you, it's hard to say that with straight face <laughs> in what what in how they're supposed to conduct themselves, right. and showing that by by reprinting um, articles from uh, the trace. Uh, as objective journalism, not as opinion pieces, um, that uh, they violate their own principles on a regular basis. Now, I want to examine this a little bit because in the end he talks about uh, wondering when they'll begin to partner with NRA, GOA, NSSF, or Second Amendment Foundation for Future Content. Because that would be yeah, the fair sure thing. That, that would be the fair thing to do. But I wanted to discuss that with you just simply because you've been in this game a long time. You you have crossed swords with literally everybody that is anybody that is anti gun over the course of time. And uh so I just want to get your feelings on that. Um this uh article is at the top of the page currently at the truth about guns.com. This is where you will find more, uh, more breaking news of this type than anywhere else on the web. This is why I go there. It is a must as a go to destination if you're trying to get out there and just see what's going on in the gun world today. Good or bad, or if you're one of these people that doesn't even want to look at the politics of things, well, they've got things for there for you as well. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. This is Lock and Load, and we are speaking with Dan Zimmerman from The Truth About Guns. And we were just looking at it, or we were just referencing an article that was written by Lee Williams and a follow-up that was going on with, uh, going up between the trace and uh, something that she said on CNN and all the other nonsense and the, the back and forth between she and uh, the truthaboutguns.com. Do we have any, in your mind, because you have been up against the best anti-gun idiots out there, Right, you have been up against all of them at at some point or another. When you look at the fake stream legacy media, do you ever see in your mind's eye that there's going to be a day when we are going, when they're going to be coming to you and trying to get the pro gun side of things whenever they're putting out an article about quote unquote gun violence? Well, it's happened in the past. Um, I will say our former publisher Robert Farago wrote occasionally in the 
in USA Today, there was a an editor there who he knew who would call him every once in a while when gun control or some prominent issue um, came up. Um, so he would have an occasional article printed there. Um, I've seen others uh, from time to time. You'll see something by uh, Larry Keene of the NSSF or John Lott um, show up in mainstream media outlets, but it's rare. Um, you know, when uh, Lee referenced um, all these uh, mainstream papers and, and, and networks partnering with NRA, GOA, or NSSF, or SAF, he was obviously doing that very much tongue-in-cheek. Right. Um, I don't think anybody should hold their breath waiting for that to happen. Oh, no. Um, but... Um, who knows? Uh, anything's possible. Maybe some of them will do that again someday. Um, if they're trying to reestablish their their uh, fair and balanced bona fides, but I don't expect that to happen anytime soon. Well, I'm, and here's the reason I ask that. I, I I think fair would be great. Balanced would be even more gooder. Except um, knowing what we know. And going by the track record and history, and I always, I'm very much a believer that history predicates the future and all that other stuff. Uh, is this actually something we need to be waiting on? No, I don't think so. Um, we know where these, what the editorial stances are of all of these networks, these newspapers, these, I guess there are still magazines around, I don't know, a few. Um, we know where they all stand. It, there's, there's, there's no question. Um, and I'm fine with that. Um, it would be nice if they admitted it uh, occasionally. Um, you know, if you talk to a CNN journalist, uh, they'd say, oh, you know, we're just, you know, we're just calling balls and strikes. We're just reporting um, <laughs> and, and calling them the way we see them, um, uh, which is just a joke, of course. Um, uh, uh, but then in the same breath, they'll call Fox. You know, a far right outlet. Fox is to the right. MSNBC and CNN are to the left. Everybody knows it. Nobody's nobody's fooling anybody to think that that these that these people are just um, hardworking journalists. Uh, you know, reporting uh, reporting everything down the middle. It just isn't happening. That that you you can see it not only on their op ed pages, but you can see it in the articles. And you can see it in the art, not only in the way their articles are written, but you can see it in what they choose to write about and what they choose not to write about. Um, it's, it's every bit is, is evident there. Um, so, no, I mean, they, I, I'm fine with all these publications being out in the open about who they are and what they support and what they're against. That's fine. That's the way it's been in this country for a long long time actually right um it's even more so in the uk you know they 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 wear their politics on their those uh the media they wear their politics on their sleeve even more so and i'd be happy ha even happier if that was the way it was here too so. now along with this uh, i'm looking at this thing that you've got there that came out on the 29th about uh where some some outlets are, or some uh, gun groups are calling on police officers to 
to uh, exploit their qualified immunity by doing something they know is illegal or unconstitutional just in order to harass gun owners. Now, normally, the media would go insane over something like that. In a lot of ways, uh, like if we did that with, say, abortion or transgenderism, right? If we got out there and started doing things to harass people um, and, and knowing that it was unconstitutional, they would have a field day with that now. Isn't this sort of, uh, this is them, this is the, the media, when we look at the media, this is the media, when they put this out there and when they allow this to be said without a counterpoint, isn't this sort of a, this is a real huge, this is going in a whole other direction besides just being malfeasant, isn't it? Well, yeah, but to be fair, the, the, the article that we're quoting there, um, that's not a, uh, a mainstream media piece. This is from an academic paper ah. that has been written by a couple of um, law professors. Right. One from uh, the University of Houston and one um, from uh, the University of Maryland. And um, what they're advocating is that law enforcement use the qualified immunity that they have um, to openly violate the constitutional rights of people they deem on their own without any bat and with any without any other support as dangerous and confiscate their firearms. Right. Um, you know they say that under Bruin now, gun control laws are going to fall left and right. Um, and they say here we suggest an unlikely source of continuing power after Bruin for states to disarm individuals they deem dangerous. Qualified immunity. Qualified immunity shields state officers from monetary liability for many constitutional violations. Uh, yes, it does. Um, there are ways around that, and people have been sued for willfully violating the constitutional rights of uh, individuals. Uh, despite qualified immunity, and sometimes you can get around that. But, um, yeah, this is a uh, pretty nauseating uh, uh, idea here, um, encouraging law enforcement officers and politicians to just go ahead and do this and say, don't like it? Sue me. Uh, good luck. I've got qualified immunity. <laughs> Well, now, and, and there, but you, you know, some some mainstream media outlet is going to find this and quote this as a way to fight quote gun violence. Oh, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even sure if the professors are even big fans of qualified immunity. They say at the end here, proponents of gun rights who skew conservative may see this as lawlessness. In the past, it's been liberals and civil libertarians who have seen qualified immunity that way they said here what's good for, what's good for the goose is good for the gander yep. gun rights advocates may therefore accept either accept qualified immunities implications um for their preferred, preferred rights or join with the usual adversaries and opposing it everywhere so either hold on for me if you, you will like it, we'll be right back this is lock and load i've seen just about every corner of this country three million miles in my career. I spend a lot of hours on the road, but I love being my own boss. The road can be a beautiful place, but you're out here on your own. There certainly are risks. 
I'm Charles. I'm a truck driver, a husband, and a father. And that's why I choose Federal. When it comes to online gun shops, Primary Arms is one of America's largest retailers of new firearms, parts, accessories, and gear. They stock over 600 popular brands, all with everyday low prices and fast shipping. If you ever have any questions about a product, their team of product experts will help you make the right purchase. So, don't settle for less. Visit PrimaryArms.com today and see why so many gun owners make it their first destination for all of their firearms needs. For over 25 years, Aero Precision has paved the way as a leading manufacturer of American-made AR parts. Aero Precision caters to the rifle builder by engineering quality receivers, hand guards, and other essential parts. Aero Precision's added enhancements create a smooth build process from start to finish for beginners and seasoned builders. Whether this is your first rifle or your 50th, Aero Precision offers everything you need to make a quality AR at an affordable price. In the 21st century, the handgun has become the preeminent self-defense tool. At CNH Precision, we specialize in taking your weapon to the highest degree of functionality possible. With a complete array of goods and services specializing in red dot sight installation, CNH Precision will help you realize the most effective handgun the first time. If you need slide milling, installation, or accessories, go to chpws.com. CNH Precision, welcome to the Moon Squad. At Chambers Custom, we have one job. We strive to build the most obsessively, reliable, accurate, and beautiful pistols for the discriminating gun owner. Using the ageless 1911 design with a 21st century approach to each part and component, Chambers Custom meticulously begins each pistol as a standalone project, creating a bespoke, handcrafted, peerless firearm. They integrate all of the internal, external, and intrinsic elements that make a custom 1911 unit. Go to ChambersCustom.com. Chambers Custom, truly the mechanical advantage. At Spikes Tactical, we are all shooters with a very simple mission. Make the best product we can perfect at the best possible price for our consumers. We strive to produce the best components and rifles available. With quality control second to none, because real-world events don't allow for a second chance. Whether you are an operator, competitor, or home defender, Spikes Tactical will serve you well. Go to SpikesTactical.com. Spikes Tactical, 100% American-made to the highest standard. no such thing as a fair fight. And we bring the unfair advantage that is the 2011 platform. Dominate. At Staccato, we know the most important gun you own is the one that you're carrying when you're facing that threat to life and freedom. Win. We want you to enter that objective confidence that you are carrying the best gun in a gunfight. No compromise. No sacrifice. Staccato2011.com. Stand ready to face down the darkness with 2011. Holster.com, the home of DeSantis Quality, built American-made products for 45-plus years. Supporting police and government contracts from first responders to responsible citizens. Holster.com is your source for quality American-made leather and Kydex holsters for the armed American. For concealed carry or open carry, Holster.com has what you need. We didn't invent concealment. We perfected it. Go to Holster.com now and buy a DeSantis holster today. 
what's in a name? If that name is Ace Firearms, you've just entered a very expensive business. First, a fully appointed gun shop with all the guns, ammo, and accessories you could possibly imagine. But then you enter the manufacturing facility that is home to Red Alligator Concealment, Militia Arms Customs, and so much more. Ace Firearms is beyond a simple gun shop. This is a totally peerless operation. To find out more, go to acefirearms.com. Ace Firearms. This is only the beginning. At MGS, we have what it takes to reinvent yourself. With a curriculum designed to balance work, family, and a gun repair education, MGS provides the gateway into one of the fastest-growing segments of the gun industry. Modern Gun School's mission is to provide high-quality distance education using time-tested materials and hands-on projects designed to develop a proficiency in both the technique and the business of gunsmithing. Go to mgs.edu. MGS Trade School. Your future is waiting. Welcome back. This is Lock and Load talking to Dan Zimmerman from the truthaboutguns.com. Dan, one of the things that I argue about on a regular basis is sometimes we should uh, just, it'd be nice for government just not to do anything because anytime we get out there and try to appease the left by, I don't know, meeting them a quarter of the way, meeting them halfway, they're going to figure out a way to take that law, no matter how innocuous it may seem, and they're going to use it as a club. On, on on liberty or on freedom or on, or on a bunch of a bunch of things, and uh, that's what we find has happened now. Because I thought the bipartisan what is it called the bipartisan Safer Communities Act. I, when I looked at it, I kind of thought just as far as its practical application, I didn't know exactly what that meant. Everybody that wants to have red flag laws has got them, and uh, as far as the enhanced background check, I don't even know what that means. So. Tell me about how the how the Biden administration is using the what do they call it the BSCA as a club on people's heads. Well, they're using a few, and, and we call the this is under the heading Cornyn's folly because John Cornyn, senator from Texas, um, was taken for a ride by Senate Democrats. Um, and he rolled over, looked just like uh, uh, Joe Manchin rolled over in the Inflation Reduction Act joke, and, and you know, taken for a ride. Um, after the Uvalde shooting, there is the huge, usual hue and cry throughout the land for more gun control. Chris Murphy got on the floor of the Senate and begged, begged to do something, and Cornyn caved. They said, "Okay." Let's do that. Let's let's do that. Um, and he and a few of the usual usual Republican suspects got on board with this disaster, and we called it the disaster at the time. And now, now that it's law, um, now we're seeing the results of this. It isn't just um, in quote unquote encouraging red flag laws among the states, and it isn't. Um, uh, enhanced background checks and all that. What this has meant in reality, we've written three articles about this, all, all results of what the BSDA has meant in practice and the way the Biden administration and the DOJ are choosing to use it to 
reduce to to impinge on gun rights. One is um, the fact that anybody who is 18 to 20 years old and wants to buy a long gun now has a de facto 10 day waiting period. Um, you know, there was supposed to be a, a quote unquote enhanced background check as part of the BSCA. Uh, what that means in practice is every single background check is automatically extended to 10 days. Uh, and nobody, if you're, un- if you're an adult under 20, gets their gun in less than 10 days. So that we now have a, na- a national 10 day background with, uh, waiting check. Wait, I'm sorry, a national 10 day waiting period. If for you're adults under 21. 18 to 20. Exactly. Well, that's messed uh, up. We also, exactly. Um, the DOJ is also using federal funds to strong arm states into uh, enacting red flag laws. Um, they're threatening to withhold uh, some, uh, some uh, federal funds if they don't enact red flag laws. And that's happening, in, I think, in Minnesota right now. Um, either Minnesota or uh, Michigan. It just went right out of my head. Um, and um, and now, as we wrote on Friday, um, they're also using the BSDA to withhold federal education funds from schools with hunting safety and archery programs. So what's going on, and in each case, you know, when we found out about the um, – the 10-day waiting period, we called coroner's office, and it got back to me, and they wouldn't talk to me on the record. Uh, but they would. all they would say is that, uh, yeah, uh, Senator Corner is very disturbed about this, and he wrote a letter to the FBI because he's very concerned about this. And then he wrote a letter to the, F- to the DOJ about, um, about the red flag situation. And in this case, he's written another, another letter along with um, – uh, Senator Tillis, who was also for this garbage bill, um, expressing their outrage that uh, they're using the BSDA to withhold funds from schools for safety programs. Get the you know, you know th- let that sink in a minute. These are these these are hunting safety programs being taught in schools, but because they involve firearms and or, or bows and freaking arrows, um, that that. You know, that's deemed uh, over the line, and um, they're under the BSCA. The, the, uh, the feds are keeping funds out of schools that have those kinds of programs. Uh, but thank goodness that Senator Cornyn's out there writing letters of outrage to express his shock and dismay at uh, his work being used to do this kind of thing. Um, he is a useful idiot. <laughs> Um, who the who the Senate Democrats recruited to get this thing passed yep. uh, on a bipartisan basis to get the votes they needed because they couldn't do it on their own, uh, and now it's all all this is coming home to roost. Well, it wasn't just him though. I mean, he was uh, didn't he was like uh, the he was one reaching across the aisle. It was a bipartisan effort. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. There were some there other was, Republicans that joined in with it. I think Graham joined in on it, and Tillis, and. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so what's her name from uh, Maine? Collins. Um, yes. Uh, who's the Alaska one? Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, it's all the usual. Murkowski. Uh, Roy Blunt yeah. from, from uh, yeah, Murkowski, that's her from, from Alaska. Roy Blunt from Missouri, who is retiring. 
Um, so nobody could go after him for doing it. Uh, it was just a, uh, it was just a disaster. Um, and we knew this was going to happen when, when it passed. Um, and every time Republicans compromise and say, oh, okay, let's pass this one because we have to do something <laughs> after this, you know, this horrible event. And you got, Uvalde was, of course, horrible. Every time you give them an inch, they take a mile, and then they laugh at you. Um, at, you know, as you figure out exactly what all, this all really meant, and um, if if uh, deluded fools like uh, John Cornyn think that he's going to get any credit for compromising from the left or the media, um, I have a bridge to sell. Them. Well, fooled again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we're always fooled again, aren't we? The the, the Democrats understand how to uh, how, how to make that happen, and 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 uh, sometimes it's best just not to do anything because every law that they ever that is ever going to be passed, with I guess the exception of the Bruin decision, they're never going to find a way to weaponize that. I don't guess because that one closed a lot of doors. Heller, maybe not the Bruin decision. Uh, true. Uh, there's still, you know, a lot of states, uh, damn Bruin full speed ahead. And, you know, they've enacted these Bruin response laws right. that, that designate huge sections of cities and states as uh, no carry zones. And they're, they're making people then sue them and come after them under Bruin and, uh, invalidate that, which will take years. But, uh, yeah, I think that. As uh, as ironclad as the Bruin law was, and as well as the the, the decision was written, I think that'll still uh, I think will still come out in the end uh, on the right side there. This article this article was put up on the twenty eighth of July. It's part of the uh, part of the the archive that is just massive. I mean, I, I don't even know where they store the archive for the truthaboutguns.com. That's got to be some serious storage there. And uh, the biggest, pro, most prolific writer of pro-gun stuff on the web today, the truthaboutguns.com. Dan, of course, is the, the mind that makes it run on a regular basis. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. This is Lock and Low talking to Dan Zimmerman from the truthaboutguns.com. And now this is a one of the things that's going on now, and I'm beginning to see it, I guess, with more and more of the new gun owners. They're, they're beginning to talk about what do you do after and, and the lead up to defending yourself with a gun. And that's a that's a very... I mean, it's it, that's just... That's almost a corral of answers. It's not just one answer. And you got uh, you you you, t you spent a little time with this the other day. Tell me what you found out. Yeah, I mean it's it's 
it's incredibly important that you think about it. Nobody wants to be in that situation. Either you will never be in that situation. But if you are, you really, really need to know what you can and can't or should and shouldn't say to the police when they get there. Because uh, as we were talking during the break, if something like that happens, you know, you're under a huge amount of stress afterwards all that adrenaline is going to be dumping um, and you're, you're not going to be thinking straight. Um, you're going to be babbling. You're going to, you know, um, and you need to know what to do when you call what to say when you dial 911 and what to say, say when the police get there. Um, and the, what uh, our writer, Fred Matheson suggests is that you actually even practice that at home. So let's say, you know, you stand there, you'd like to do your dry fire practice, that kind of thing, you go, bang, oh, my God, I just shot somebody in self-defense. You pick up your phone, you pretend to dial 911, and you say it out loud. And, um, you know, you say, I just been involved in, uh, I just shot someone who attacked me. Please send the police. And then you put the phone down. You don't say anything else. Um uh, they're going to try to get information out of you on the phone. You may, everything of course is recorded. They may try to get the, get the information out of you. Uh, any, any information that you, anything that you do say can and will be used against you later, uh, by the prosecutors. Um, so you have to know that. Um, and you have to, um, you have to limit your liability by saying as little as possible, just give them the most basic information. And then when the police arrive, they're going to ask you all kinds of questions about what happened, where were you, what did the other guy do, what did he say, what did you say, um, uh, and try to get all that information out of you. And really the only thing, the only thing that you can and should say in that situation is I really don't want to say anything until I have time to calm down and talk to my attorney, you know, I'll be happy to, to cooperate um, just as soon as, as he's here. And then you, and then you dial your attorney and you shut up. Um, I was in a seminar with a bunch of uh, U.S. Law Shield attorneys one time, and one of them said something um, pretty, pr- pretty simple but pretty f- profound. He said, everyone has the right. To, sign, to, be, to remain silent, but very few people have the ability to do so. Most of them will keep, most people will just keep on babbling. And of course, you can understand it sort of after a, after a defensive gun use, because you, you know, you're nervous and you want to, you want to make sure that the, the cop there understands that you did the right thing, that you were being attacked. But that cop who was there isn't necessarily your friend. He is investigating at that moment. He's writing everything down. You're going to be on body camera. It'll all be recorded. Shut up. Keep your mouth closed. Just keep repeating. I'm happy to cooperate as soon as I talk. I can talk to my attorney. I need to calm down. I just, I just want to talk to my attorney. I'm not going to say anything until he gets here. And you don't say anything. You have the right to remain silent. Use it. One of the things that I, I, I guess uh, it's going to be, uh, I don't know 
how you teach that part of it, though, you know, because. And, and that's that's Matheson's point. He said yeah. you should actually practice that, you know, and it sounds goofy to, you know, run through that kind of scenario. You know, have your, your, your wife or your roommate or somebody, you know, do this kind of thing with you in your house. You know, you pretend, you pretend to shoot somebody. You pretend to dial nine one one, and then they, you, and then your your wife or your whoever, you know, acts like the uh, police officer. Says, "Sir, what happened? You know, where were you? How many times did you shoot him? Did you shoot? Where? You know, how did you did? How many times did you hit him? What was he doing? They're gonna they're gonna ask you all those questions. They're gonna say, "Look, I'm just trying to help you. I just want to find out what happened here. I'm, you know, I don't want to send you to jail." They're gonna say all that kind of thing. Yeah. But every word you say can and will be used against you later, and it is going to affect how a prosecutor views that defensive gun use and whether or not they try to charge you with manslaughter, assault, murder, who knows. This, uh, you know, that, that part of it... Uh... That, that that's one of those things when um, when I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day, they were the, they were of the impression that when this does happen, or if this does happen, and they use their gun in in, in, in self defense, that one is going to be a very thought out thing that it's not going to be happening at the speed of light where what, what they call it takisakia where everything slows down and everything they they're not considering that they for some reason they think it's going to be this reasonable. Uh, this reasonable approach, this reasonable setup, and um, I don't know. I, you know, as I as I as I think about it and listen to it and all the other nonsense that goes with it, I just it it just it's I'm incredulous at it. Yeah, and, and the thing is, you're never ready for it to happen. It just happens. Nobody ever plans on this kind of thing. Uh, so, at, and, you know, in the aftermath, you're you're, you're sometimes literally in shock. And that's never a time when you should be saying anything to anyone that's important that could have a serious effect on your, uh, you know, whether you remain free uh, on your your uh, your family's financial health for generations. Uh, you have to protect yourself, um, not just from the person who is attacking you, but from the legal system, uh, which is which gears up and starts moving after a situation like that. Yep. And you don't want to be on the wrong end of that. Nope. <laughs> and uh, it, it most certainly is going. I mean, I, I'm now beginning it, with each and every passing day. And I'm waiting to see. I, I'm thinking I need to do this probably before the election year occurs. But uh, I'm really beginning to think I need to probably have a lawyer on, uh, I don't know, retainer. Uh, at a minimum, join something like U.S. Law Shield. Yeah, uh, U.S. One of those. One of those. Those uh, personal defense. Does U.S. Law Shield offers. practice in all fifty states now? Um, I think there are a couple they don't, because a couple of them still consider it murder insurance or something like that. Well, I'm, I'm sure New York positive, State's one of them. But yeah, yeah exactly. The, the usual suspect state. Um, but. Um, for most people, you know that it, it they, they do sell it. I think almost everywhere, um, as do you know there are other other options out there to USCCA and a few others. Um, 
So get that, keep their card in your wallet, and it's just good to be able to have that number and be able to dial it if, you know, God forbid, the worst happens. Well, yeah, and I mean, that changes everything, too. When you call your attorney at one of these things, that will change the whole demeanor of the cops on it. Yes, it absolutely does. Yeah. Because they, once you say, I want, I want an attorney, legally, they can't keep asking a question. They, a lot of times they will, yeah. but they're not supposed to continue to question you. Um, so, anyway, it, it, for your peace of mind, at a minimum, that's a really smart way to go. Also, uh, it, it'll... it'll uh... Put them on speakerphone when you call them. <laughs> Put them on speakerphone. Before I run out of time, I want to thank you once again for taking the time to join me. The truthaboutguns.com. This is a resource I have used for over a decade now. And uh, it has only gotten better with age. It used to be they were pretty prolific. Now they're ultra prolific. I don't know where they go from here. Probably hyper prolific. Or maybe warp prolific. Hyper prolific. One of those. It'll be something. It'll be something. And when it is something, we will, uh, we will, we will continue on as we do. Um, I didn't even get a chance to bring up the whole uh, Texas uh, Department of Public Safety, but we'll do it another day. Sounds keep, good. Keep your head up and uh, your eyes open, sir. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Roger that. Hour number three is inbound. This is Lock and Load. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.